0: Unclaimed Bands, Hey music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight joining me is Evan Taylor-Jones. Uh, welcome, Evan. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Um, kicking off, the, you're our first interview of the new year, so uh, I think I'm setting it up on, on, uh, on a good note, because I uh, really loved all your music, and um, I want to thank you for uh, participating in the Reverb Nation campaigns, this is really the only way we get to... Uh, hear uh, new music and new people that we might not be able to get to go see, uh, depending on where we're located at. So I just want to thank you for that.
1: Oh, yes. Thanks for having me, and Happy New Year to you and the staff.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, i tell you what. Why don't we let everybody else out there who's listening uh, hear some of your music. Uh, what song are we going to let them hear?
1: Over Your Shoulder. Uh, it's our single that we're pushing right now. I'm um, very excited about it. It's rock and roll with a whole lot of soul. All
0: right, cool. This is uh, Over Your Shoulder. Here we go. Uno.
2: Just all right Not simple at all But just enough to get you back Wow. Seems like you need a friend to call when you say when Who's gonna shout to you when miles, miles away You've got to build a home and go
0: All right, that was over your shoulder. Hey, Evan, tell me tell me something about that song, man.
1: That song, I wrote that song uh, in 2011. And uh, it tells a story basically about having someone, someone's back and being there for somebody. Um, you know, when they're on their way and in their own path and they feel a little lost, they just look back behind them and, and know that that's where... Uh, that person in need will be or those people in need will be they always have somebody to fall back on and, um, and they can feel secure about it uh, that's what that song is about you know when, when you grow up when you have to move out and mom and dad are not there you know look back maybe maybe it's on some of your friends maybe it's on in, in this case in my case maybe it's on some fans you know whatever it may be you gotta have that that sense of
0: security to look back on so that's what that song is about that's cool Very, very cool. Um, So tell me, you know, uh, how did you get started? How did you decide, hey, I I want to be a musician?
1: Uh, I was in high school um, my senior year, and uh, I had torn my labrum playing basketball um, in a district semifinal game. And so I could either get surgery and, you know, wait it out, wait out my my scholarship with that and the other Um, but I decided not to, um, but while I was waiting to make that decision, I was in a sling, uh, just to keep it at a 90 degree angle, um, for off and on for about three months. And my stepfather, he bought me a guitar because I couldn't do any physical activity. Um, so he bought me a guitar and, you know, I never put it down. I fell in love with it. I, I, I just, I was, um, enamored by it. Um, and I began listening to uh, music that my mom was listening to um, when I was younger in the house, which I never understood that music until I picked up the guitar. Um, and so, yeah, fresh out of high school, I, pl- I played my first show. Uh, I went to college for a semester and I dropped out and I pursued music 100%. Wow.
0: What, uh, I, what's that? It's been six years. Jeez. So, I mean, yeah. sorry about the injury, but uh, talk about something that changed your life. Yes, absolutely, man. It was um, it was life.
1: You know, at first it was life-threatening
2: mm-hmm.
1: because I didn't plan on doing anything else. I wanted to play basketball. I was I had Division One scholarships um all over Florida, um all over the Southeast, really. Um, and then. I also had the uh, Ivy League schools because I had really good grades. I took pride in school uh, and my academics. Um, So, you know, it was life-threatening at first, and then it was life-changing, and then life-improving. So, it's been a huge blessing.
0: Well, you know, speaking that you've been playing for six years, um, since you mentioned that, what what do you think... What do you think is the, the 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 number one way you've grown as an artist from when you first started that first show till now?
1: Um, kind of. I feel like. I mean, it, in this line of work, it takes a good amount of confidence. You know, you really have to know yourself and um, kind of value what you're doing and have a vision for what it is that you want to be, whether it's your image um, or, or where you want to be down the line. Um, and so once I gained that, once I gained that, I um, I really started to see the real progress, um, both in my guitar playing and in my vocals. But I will say the first thing I found um, was my vocals, my style of playing as far as a guitar, a guitar player that just took playing a lot. Um, oh, the music that I was listening to, I was really trying to embody these different vocals, vocalists that I was listening to. And, uh, it became like an imitation game. No. So if there's something, if there's something that I could say grew, um, most or, or there's a way that I can say that I matured the most is definitely my vocals. Uh, as an, as an artist, certainly, and and now it's my songwriting, um, but mostly my vocals. Yeah.
0: So you've built each each section of your uh, your career in in uh, different ways. First, the playing, then vocally, now on songwriting. That that's good. That's good yeah. progress that way. A lot of people, I think, um, sometimes they 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 get one and they don't really think too hard on the other ones. So that's that's cool that you yeah. do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Try to try to hit it in all areas
0: yeah I mean and talk about hitting in all areas you, you you're gonna be pretty busy uh, tell me about the uh, the sunray sessions for 2016 you got a, you got a summer and fall tour
1: oh yeah man <laughs> this thing is this thing is coming in hot and I, I love it because here's the thing um, the way the industry is now there's a lot of 360 deals and there are a lot of artists who kind of get stuck um, in these 360 deals um and i've see i've kind of seen that firsthand i haven't really lived it but um i've seen um some of my friends who are super talented just fall into fame and then it just dies out in 18 months um whereas i'd rather i'd rather have my own money and invest in my own talent so i'm playing a ton of shows i'm playing five to seven times a week um, on the cover scene and selling original music on the cover scene, uh, in preparation for this tour. Um, and I'm, I'm about to get kind of, kind of deep into exactly what I'm doing. So I'm getting paid hourly and so are my bandmates so that, uh, after that hourly pay, we can save whatever the rest of the money is that comes. Um, and so we're putting all this money aside and just feeding it back in to this tour. Um, mm-hmm. We're paying for all the promotion. We're working with a company called M.T. Press out of uh, North Hollywood. Um, and we just started our EP campaign actually today. Today's the 4th. And it'll run through May. And then after that starts the tour campaign. Um, and we're funding it all by ourselves from, from getting the van, from getting the merchandise, um, the, the hotels. Uh, everybody's getting paid. And they'll have wiggle room like it's not gonna be something that they have to worry about coming back home and being broke um
0: yeah that so, that happens to a lot of people when they come back from yeah, tour yeah, so yeah. I, and that, and what
1: i what I feel like um artists nowadays who who do do it this way who who d i y these tours what I feel like they get stuck in also is um you know whenever we'll break even whenever break even well. Never break even. well you kind of have to tour for a long enough amount of time to break even and with that mindset also you have to max out what are you on the road to do? You're on the road to play. that's what you're on the road to do so if if there's uh an opportunity for you to play um, you know an original show in in the city at night from say eight to ten but during the day there's a there's a there's a bar somewhere on the water somewhere. Uh, with a nice you know with a nice uh, view where people come and they they relax and they enjoy live music if there's a bar that takes live music um, from say I don't know three three to three to six or something like that we should try getting in that bar mm-hmm. because three things are gonna happen you're gonna make money you're going to make fans and um it's just another it's another place to play i mean you so we're going to do that on this tour we're going to max out um as much as possible we're going to have some days off we'll have every monday we'll have off that's going to be kind of our recap of uh of everything it's going to be a refresher but we're going to be playing so much man and um it's just one of those things you know we came out with this ep in june and um at first um my my manager he wanted to record another album. I was like, No, we're not gonna record another album, we're happy with this product and not enough people know about it. We play at Corporate Disney and Disney Springs where people from all over this country come to watch us and they they buy our music and they go back to their cities and town and they don't see us again. Well now it's time for us to go see them. So, I'm excited, man. So we talk
0: about it. What areas are are the tour going to take? Is tour going to take you to? What parts of the country?
1: So we are going from Florida to Georgia, to Tennessee, um, then to Alabama, then to Louisiana, uh, then to Texas, then to Oklahoma, then to uh, Colorado, then to Nebraska then to um, Chicago, um, Illinois, then to Michigan, then to Canada, then to New York, uh, Massachusetts, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Virginia, um, North Carolina, South Carolina, and back home. So Nice. It's, a six, yeah, it's going to be a six-week thing.
0: That's a nice round tour. I mean, you're really make it hitting a lot of a lot of good areas there. That's cool. Yeah, I can't wait. Hey, you know, besides besides the the tour, the EP, and and obviously, you know what you well, extends tour when you got it planned out, you also do uh, do some work with uh, an organization called Old Soul Community. Can you talk to me about that and tell people about it? What, what's what's it all going on there with that with that uh, charity? The Old Soul
1: Community and Actually, dang, see, this is a very special day. Today, we just became a non-profit, officially licensed and certified non organization.
0: Oh, congratulations.
1: Um, thank you, man, thank you. I, I really want to help underpriv- underprivileged communities, um, and children especially, but... um, So the Old Soul Community is a charity brand that takes pride in um, helping all people uh, in any way that we can, but especially children in underprivileged communities who, in their schools and in their school curriculums, they are having to uh, be sheltered or, or ha- have art and music taken away from them because um, the school board feels like they could be saving money by just slowly taking away these, these, these art classes or these music programs.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and yes, they can save money by doing that, but they could also... They could also benefit their children, their, their their students could also benefit from being active um, in art and and music. Um, music helps with with confidence. It helps with self-esteem. It helps with math. It helps with reading. Uh, it helps with relationships. It's it's and as does art, you know. Um, and the old soul community wants to expose that um, to the masses. And uh, so right now we're working on. Um, purchasing 15 baritone ukuleles uh, for Dover Shores Elementary School. Um, we're we're going to surprise them uh, with the, the teacher, the music teacher there. She already knows. I went to speak to her and I spoke to the class, but they don't, the class doesn't know. The classes don't know that we are going to.
0: Yeah, uh, kids don't know.
1: Yeah, get these ukuleles for them. So at their end of the school year party, we are going to bring them these ukuleles and um, they're going to be. So excited man and um you know, I know that they want to learn. I know that they want to have music in their lives. Um right now they just don't see the importance of it because they don't have that community feeling, they don't have um the encouragement at home. Um a lot of these kids are from broken homes. Um and and so yeah, we're just taking pride in in that stuff and we're taking pride in helping and, and shining some light on what a music education can do, and hopefully some of these kids take it seriously, and you know they want to pursue music as a career because it's possible.
0: Uh huh. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, why don't we uh, take a pause and let everybody listen to a uh, second song? Uh, what are we gonna let them hear this time? We're gonna hear "Smooth
1: Sailing," uh, the song that we covered by Queens of the Stone Age queens of the stone age is a desert rock band um out of california and um oh, such a such a heavy heavy song and we kind of funked it up a little bit so again it's rock and roll with a whole lot of soul all
0: right cool this is smooth sailing <laughs>
2: said no real
0: That was smooth sailing. Evan, what's the, uh, what's the best place for people to keep up to date with what's going on and find out about the tour and anything else about you?
1: EvanTaylorJones.com. Um, I just, I just added a, um, uh, it's a, uh, it's an email email. So they can easily just get on my website and there's plenty of information on my website about the tour. Um, we are probably in the runnings now to play Sunfest, um, music festival happening at the end of April. Uh, that's going to be in West Palm Beach. So there's stuff about that. There's my, my Instagram is on there. Um, my Twitter, live Twitter feed is on there, but for people to get, um, special access to when I'm playing, um, my random blog post, uh, just talking about topics that are happening in the world or, or photo, just, uh, um, Exclusive photos that I'm sharing because I do love photography. Um, they can just get on com and they can sign up on the mailing list, and I will send something out every single month.
0: All so, right. So people, after you're done listening to this interview, you're probably already at the computer. Just open up a browser and go check out the site and uh, sign up for the newsletter as well. That's cool, man. Um, you know, besides the the upcoming tour and And all that, uh, and and all the work you're doing. If your schedule's not full enough already, are you? Do you are you working on any new music or anything?
1: I am. uh, I've probably got enough music now to record another two or three albums. Oh wow! Uh, Yeah, man. I. ah, Gosh, I I just I I studied this past year. I studied the science of songwriting, and there is a science to songwriting, or at least songwriting that you want to hear someday on the radio. Um, And the thing about popular music is popular music, yes, it's pop music, but it's also, it can be popular for rock and roll radio. It can be popular for country music radio. It can be popular for soul music radio. So, um, but it's all about that hook, man. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know how else to say it. So what I wanted to do is just keep it real um, all the way through but still have that still have that, that hard-hitting, catchy hook. So I've got a ton of songs, and what I'm going to do this year is I'm just going to experiment a little bit. I've got some new equipment um, to record uh, some acoustic tracks and make it sound like butter. Um, so I'll be releasing some new stuff uh, here in the next three months. Um,
0: so, That's great. That's great. And I understand also you're even so far looking for you're talking about or thinking about a tour in europe in 2017 yes man oh my gosh okay so another great thing about Planet at disney is
1: uh you get people not only from all over the country but from all over the world um and we have had time and time again people from europe come and say you know you guys you guys would kill it in Europe. You guys would crush it in Europe. Um, and it became, it became so. It just dawned upon me, like, well, I've heard this time and time again. I, you know, I've heard it enough. And how can I put this in in to work? How can I get these wheels moving? So I got in touch with a few people over there who have listened to the Stunray sessions and said, you know, this could be a hit over here. You guys could be you guys could be living over here for for a lot of the year. Um, I got in touch with some people and now we're working on campaigning, um, after, or actually it'll be during the Sunray sessions tour where we'll be working on some stuff over there as far as like press and, and promotion, uh, so that we can go and do a two week to three week tour. Um, in in the uk uh in early 2017 probably after february uh 2017 so
0: man that's going to be great i mean I, I like the fact that you you know you're planning things so far out your your music's great your songs are great um that's that's really cool i it's good to see see artists who uh have it all together like that and i'm sure the i i'm sure over in europe you're going to be big i know a couple bands that have gone over there and uh reception is usually really really good uh with uh with artists and stuff from here so i, I wish yeah. you luck with that as well my friend um, thank you very much oh trust me you are so welcome <laughs> hey uh before we get going here and wrap it up is there anything you want to say to your fans out there
1: i love you all happy new year um you know this year uh you you get better and better every year that's that's the key um then this is, you know, you want to call every year your best year. So I would like to encourage everybody to just take the step, take the leap of faith and have no fear, have no doubt and stop talking about what it is that you don't want to see in your life, but talk about what it is that you want to see in your life and just watch it manifest uh, in abundance. And, um, I know where I'm headed and I hope, I hope to see the same prosperous things happen for, for everyone else. And I thank you all for the support and the love
0: uh, thus far. Cool. Well, everybody, uh, if you if you don't know who Evan was before today, you, you know a little bit now, go find out some more. Make sure uh, you check out when the tour is. And if it's coming to your town, you better go see him because um, that's really the, the best way to experience any artist is seeing them live and and, and performing for you. Uh, Evan, I want to thank you for taking time to do this. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been 's been fun man um learned a lot about you that uh man you are a busy guy let me just tell you and that's good,
1: <laughs> that's good. yeah I like playing and i like people you
0: know that's good that's real good trust me um everybody uh until next time uh make sure you uh you tune back in for uh for more music and uh, definitely go check out um more of Evans stuff and like I said, my guest has been evan taylor jones um uh, until next time, everybody. Thanks, Evan. Thank you, Sean. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no
2: way the views of the unclaimed its parent company, or subsidiaries.